handle the truth. I'm Jim Price of Jim Price Show Daily Update. I'll be, I'll be with you a second, Tim. Sorry. I'm Jim Price of Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is uh, October 12th. It's a Thursday, 2023. So sorry about all that confusion. I had a phone call coming in. He was calling in. So we got everybody here all at the same time. Uh, anyway, guys, we have a lot of stuff going on over in the Middle East. Obviously, Ukraine is just north of all this. I want you guys to think about this geographically that just north of where all this is, when I say just north, I'm saying ge geopolitically the global effect that uh, Ukraine is really just right across the street from these guys, and we're going to go ahead and start bombing Sudan. Uh, the Sudanese, and I talked about this earlier this week, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, I talked about how we're going to have the Sudan, uh, th that whole thing is going to get involved as well, and nobody quite understood what I was talking about, but what did Israel do today? sent a rocket their way. Why? Because we need to kill the leader of Hamas because that will make everything better. Obviously, we know what we're doing because we have no, we know war, right? We, this is what we practice. This is who we are. This is what we do. And yet here we are just doing the same old stupid th stuff, trying to put people through the machine called war. Uh, be mindful of that. I just got off the another show with James Grumvig. We were doing that. It's being aired out tonight on America Media Periscope, ampnews.com. Guys, go over there and take a check, take a look at that. We had uh, some great conversations going on there about what's really happening. But keep your head on the swivel in these times. Uh, I will not be on live on air tomorrow. I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm going to speak at an event there. So if you guys are in the local area, don't hesitate to come out and be a part of that uh, Truth Tour event. We're going to be out there. And then next weekend I'll be in Portland. So Monday through uh, Monday through Thursday again next week, and I'm off on Friday next week. But I think I'm gonna get back to a regular schedule for a while. Uh, some of these speaking engagements have slowed down just a touch, and I needed that for my mental sanity. I think because all this stuff going on. But anyway, as we go through this stuff, understand that there has been uh, bad information coming out. I uh, tomorrow evening uh, there's an American Media Periscope event uh, or a uh, show with James Grumvig that we did where we had two people that were on the ground in Israel. Uh, one is a actual tour guide. He gives out tours to people who want to come over to different parts of Israel. He shows them around, uh, shows them all the great stuff, historical, religion, and all that stuff. He gives his personal point of view of what he sees going on, as well as another gentleman who's been only been there for two months, and he's able to see, show you what it looks through new eyes of what's going on. And he says, hey, I've got stuff here. i got a, a, a room that I'm going to put, I have my stuff in, blah, blah, blah. He goes, we're prepared. We're ready for this. And he just seemed very calm about it in a lot of ways. So there are reassurances that, yes, there are things going on, but are they really going on as big and as bad as they say they are? Remember Wag the Dog, the movie Wag the Dog. This is what this is made for. All those clips you see, uh, all the different things, like the broadcast building that went down uh, just last week. They showed it over the weekend over and over and over and over again that this building went down, but that was a controlled demolition and back in 2001, and they keep using that as propaganda to make you live in fear. So be mindful of these things going forward that, guys, there's a lot of bad information, like 9-11, like 
like uh, like Pearl Harbor, like Korea, like Vietnam. A lot of these things where people went in there and bled and died for this country because they thought there was a greater purpose, only to find out it was all about money laundering and the big war machine. We talk about these things in tongue in cheek, but we're living in these days, these days right now. Remember, the southern border has been opened. There are estimates of 15 to 20 million people have ran over that border just this year. That not that that number of seven million. Well, that's what they're telling you. But there are even numbers up there that might even say that seventy million people in the last two and a half years have flooded across our border. Guys, that sounds like an invasion. These sleeper cells that Tom Holmes, who I met with personally when I was in Washington D.C. at CPAC, I asked him the very specific question: Are there sleeper cells in our country? And he said, absolutely. Without hesitation, he says these people are ready to go at a moment's notice. So be mindful of those things going forward and keep your head on a swivel. Uh, if you guys don't have a, a, a weapon, find one. If you don't like ones that make a loud noise with the Freedom Fries coming out of the end of it, get yourself a crossbow. I don't know. Whatever you got to do, get yourself a stick. But be mindful that there's a lot of people out there that want to take the shining light off the top of the hill. When you win the Super Bowl last year, you are the person that needs to be beat the next year, right? The first game in the season, if you won the Super Bowl last year, even if it's the worst team in the league, they're going to fight harder, claw harder, kick harder, do everything they have to do to try to beat you because you're the big target. Imagine how big of a target America really is at this time when a lot of countries feel like we have done them wrong and kind of have. So anyway, I want to get to Tim James here. Tim, good to see you, sir. Thank you for being here. Let me get myself tuned up here to see you. Uh, so how you been, sir? I've been doing good, Jim. Thanks good. for having me on, brother. Yeah, no worries. Uh, thank you for being here. And I hope I didn't step on any ideologies there, but uh, I'm trying to get out some better information than what we're seeing on the lamestream media or legacy media, as I call it. Uh, Tim, why don't you give everybody your uh, your website and how we can find you? Uh, website's chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. And I'm, you know, I've got social media on Instagram and I uh, can't believe it. I'm going to say it. TikTok. Oh, <laughs> and it's, uh, it. <laughs> so the, I don't do it. Somebody else does it for yeah. me, but, um, it's funny. Uh, whatever. I mean, people are on there and then, you know, Facebook and all, and then, then we stream to like rumble and all these other places. But right. I, my podcast is on like, like, I don't know, 38 channels or something like that. Very good. Now, good Jill. So yeah, man. what's that website? One more time. Uh, it's chemicalfreebody.com. Chemicalfreebody.com. Well, uh, I guess the floor is yours. You've got, uh, you, you've got the floor. I'm going to let you go with it and tell us how you got started in this whole process. I mean, that's usually what everybody kind of glazes over. They always give them the, what are you doing now? But how did you get started in this and, and uh, what, what made you, what was the motivator for you? Well, I um, just tell my backstory a little bit. I, I grew up on a cattle and hay farm in Eastern Oregon. I was hunting and fishing a lot and had a lot of good times there played baseball at a high level for 30 years and you know um found myself at age 37 uh, severely debilitated with chronic issues i had uh, gained 42 pounds which a lot of people have recently you know i've seen this, this country in the last 50 years so that wasn't too odd compared to everybody else but i started um, actually um getting eczema on my my left knee and it started getting thicker and cracking and bleeding and sticking to my pants and then both spread to my elbows and I had no skin issue on my back. Um, I literally started having acid reflux really bad. I was eating Thompson Rolex 24 seven. It was, it was doctor wanted me to go on Prilosec. Um, lots of medications were given to me as an option. Mm -hmm. I never took any of them for some reason. Um, I think because of the side effects, I actually started having rectal bleeding uh, every time I'd go number two and, uh, followed by a very, very much. It was very painful. And so it was also daunting, you know, when you're bleeding rectally, 
and your elbows are bleeding and your knees bleeding. And this is like every day in my yeah. life. Um, but as a guy, I kind of buried my head in the sand. It was like my ego and the way I was raised, I guess, in society, like toughen up, you know, don't whatever. And just, I hope that goes away. Um, and it, but it didn't. And then finally it kind of came to a head, um, on a vacation. I was, uh, just South of Tumbes in Ecuador and this town called Pior, um, no Tumbes. Yeah. The town was Pior, it's Northern Peru. My wife and I were there on a vacation with her dad. who's a medical doctor, ran a big clinic in Lima. And, um, all of a sudden I'm doubled up in pain. I'm walking at a 90 degree angle. He's like, we have to get you to the hospital. And we went to the airport and we missed the plane flight like by 20 minutes. And there wasn't going to be another one for another 12 hours to 24 hours. He said, we got to get you to hospital. You're going to die. So uh, we rented a van and we drove six hours down this bumpy ass road um, to the nearest town called Peora, where there was a hospital. And I'm literally in the examination room, Jim. There's there's literally bug, lots of bugs flying around in the lamp above me. Like this is the hospital. It's totally third world. Uh, looks like all the instruments are even from the 50s. And um, so he had them dope me up, basically, because um, he wanted them to get the surgery done at his state-of-the-art clinic in Lima. So they doped me up so I could walk upright and put me on a commercial airplane flight and basically life-flighted me on a commercial airline. without. And he sat next to me and watched me the whole time. And you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> but that's what he did yeah. and got me there. And I did the surgery and they saved my life. Right. And so I'm very thankful for Western medicine when it comes to, you know, crisis mode and the ER and, you know, uh, but what a lot of people don't realize is that Western medicine was born out of wartime in crisis. Like, so if you get a bullet wound or shrapnel or a leg blown off, they, they can save you and keep you alive. But for chronic conditions, like all the other issues I had, uh, it's a complete F you failed. Uh, yeah. The medical system has failed. The, I'm, and I'm a farmer. So the, the farming communities have failed. And um, so the food delivery systems um, have failed us. And um, all of these are being driven by policies written by politicians. Right. So if you look at that, you have to look at the life expectancy chart of Americans is dropping like a rock. And it's been going downhill since 1980, 84. Mm -hmm. So this isn't Johnny come lately, you know, um, oh, it's COVID. No, it's been going on for a long time, especially 2014 that it started really dropping. So what that means is, and for everybody listening, you have to understand that your children and grandchildren are now going to die younger than you. Yep. And let, let that sink in for a moment. So all of the policies and all of the presidents and all these Congress people and Hollywood and the judicial systems that backed all this stuff and the food industry and the medical industry have delivered you this. So when you look at it, you have to say to yourself, like if we're running a business and, and, and you're basically losing profit, those people need to be fired. Right. I mean, it's just that simple. You can't just keep doing it. Like, we're going to just keep going and people are going to, our kids are going to start dying younger than us. Like, what, what, what are you doing? And, and for those of you in those other industrialized nations that hasn't hit yet, you have about usually a five to 15 year lag time. It's coming to a town near you very soon. The more you've adopted, you know, the, the chemicals and all the stuff in the food and the air and the water and, and, and the medical treatment. So um, it, it's, 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 a, it's a big problem. And, you know, I'm here to shed light on this and kind of help people in their home with solutions and do what I did. Cause I was able to actually heal myself. So I come back from this still not knowing what to do. My buddy gets cancer and we go to a, uh, this place called the Hippocrates wellness center in Florida. And I never heard about any of this stuff. I started learning about detoxification of my body, cleaning up my digestive tract, my cells and, and new, new eating fresher foods, basically and living foods, lots of sprouts and sprouted nuts and seeds and grains and beans, everything alive. Mm -hmm. And um, I was able to turn my health around. And I, I got to tell you that like this one class, I have to share this, like it was called internal awareness. Cause this was like a school that I went to 
the average person has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the colon. Right. And it's not serving you. Okay. And the Royal Society of Medicine says that 85% of all disease starts in the colon. And after, you know, 12 years of living this lifestyle and nine years coaching people, I completely concur with them. So this doctor comes out, he's very good shape. He's got a lot of muscles on him and he looks great. And he just turned 50 and he looked like he was maybe 40. So he looked like 10 years younger. And I was like, wow, this guy looks great. And he starts telling us about all this six to 12 pounds of this funk and gunk and junk we're carrying around in our colon and how important it is that we're going to get it out. And at the Institute, they're going to help you. And so they were, they were doing this stuff called, uh, um, it's a treatment called colonics or colon hydrotherapy. Jim, have you heard of that? Oh yeah. 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 Have you ever done it yourself? No, I have not. I'm, that's uh, that's probably <laughs> that's probably um, to be honest with you. I have a few things I'm going to be doing coming up. Uh, so you, a lot of stuff you're talking about with your body and stuff. I'm listening, going, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, uh, yeah, I know, yeah, I keep going. Uh, I thought I had IBS or Crohn's. I thought I was going to die. I, a lot of the same stuff that you're dealing with. Um, and my my pattern started. I started on a probiotic. And that mm-hmm. was about 10, almost 10 years ago now. And uh, it, I actually started on a process and I'm now, I know that I look, uh, look like I'm 80 years old, but I'm a hundred. So I look great for my age. <laughs> um, yeah. no, but I, I, I really have, I've been really working on me getting copper, getting my minerals, right. Uh, I drink out of a copper vessel. I talk about it, but when you're talking about all these things and you're, you went through, I'm, Hey dude, I'm like, I know the pain I, I used to, yeah. it, it hurt. It used to, until about three or four months ago, the, I don't hurt after I eat now. And I, that was a process of getting my body to heal itself to the point where when I ate, I wasn't in excruciating pain for five to six hours. And that whole process of getting, I, I had glyphosate poisonings. I know that I had the, my gut lining was destroyed. I mean, so anyway, I know I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> and there's nothing you've said, but I'm, one thing I do, I do want to do is I do want to do the co- the coffee enema, which is, uh, is supposed to help with the bile ducts in the liver and in the, and the gallbladder and stuff like that. And to get them to react because I know I've got some sludge and stuff I'd like to clean out. So I haven't done what you've talked about, but I, this, I'm willing to go to the coffee enema part, but I haven't done that either yet because I haven't, <laughs> I'm just not there yet. I'm not, no. I'm not willing. No. I'm just not there yet. So I'm, I'm, but my body's been healing. So there's a lot of things I could have done early on. But my body wasn't healed and ready to be able to use the things that I, I was bringing on board. I would just be wasting right. it through expensive pee. I just so I've done a lot of uh, cellular health and and the minerals and getting my base levels back and and so yeah, I'm on that journey. But anyway, go ahead and tell about tell everybody about it. Well, and let me finish that part of the story then because yeah. I think it'll help you too and it'll help the listeners because it sure helped me. So yeah, you know he's explaining all this stuff and. Um, then just so for the listeners, if you don't know what a colonic is or colon hydrotherapy, it's just basically a colon water therapy, colon hydrotherapy. You basically sit on a tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon for about an hour mm-hmm. and it cleans your colon. I mean, that's pretty much what it does. It's no right. big deal. But I remember when he was telling us this, I remember elbowing my buddy Charles. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm like I came here to help you with your cancer deal, but I am not doing that deal. <laughs> that is not that ain't happening. Like, literally, I'm like, because you know, what, what, what was that? It was my ego. And I was fear. I was scared because I was like, that's weird. You know, I'm like, I don't know. It's like, well, that hurt me. I didn't know. So this guy, um, he was smart. And um, and he started, he showed us virtual colonoscopies, three of unhealthy people and one of somebody that was healthy that bound these protocols for a while. Yeah. Well, the first one was a 24-year-old female. She had like Hashimoto's and um, thrush, which is a yeast infection. Now, right. when you go into somebody's colon with the camera, you think you're going to see 
intestinal lining and uh, you know inside the colon it's the brown stuff, the poop, yeah. right? Well, inside of her colon, everything was covered in white and yellow. It was all this yeast overgrowth. Right. I was thinking to myself, that is not looking good. Then they went to a 65-year-old male that had colon cancer and parasites, and inside of his colon was black like tar, midnight dark, and white worms crawling around. Right. And the doctor spins around. He's like, hey, look, just so you guys know, over half of you are going to see these parasites coming out in your stools over the next three weeks on this protocol while you're here. And you're going to see the tapeworms, hookworms, pinworms. Um, and, you know, your stools will be fuzzy white. You'll see the long tapeworms come out. And everybody's kind of, you can see everybody's kind of squirming themselves in their body going, oh, my God, is this going to be me? But he said, even if you don't see them, there's other ones that are microscopic and they live intercellularly in your tissues. And all of them are drinking what you're drinking. They're eating your food. They're urinating and defecating in you. They're having sex and laying thousands of eggs. Right. And that's what got me to stand up and go sign up for the colon hydrotherapy section yeah. after that deal. The next one was a 45-year-old female, had breast cancer, again, black like tar, a little bit of brown stuff in there. And then they went to a healthy person. You could actually see the pink lining of the healthy person, Jim, in the colon. Right. And then, you know, some poop in there, and it looked like it was supposed to. And that's when I got it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is an inside game. And, you know, growing up on a farm, if a tractor's not running right, if the engine's all gummed up, you flush out the engine. You flush out the transmission fluid. You put in new spark plugs, new fuel filters, and then you maintenance that. So you take care of it. You put in good fuel. And that's what I've learned to do with my body. And that's what I learned there was like I have a a system. My body is a system, just like the tractor is a system, like our cars are a system or a lawnmower. They're machines. And depending on the inputs you put into them, which are – the stressors of your life and how you respond to it, the chemicals that are in our life and the, and the, and the foods um, is going to depend on how the quality of that vehicle, how it lasts and how it runs. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start cleaning up the inside. So I get the colon hydrotherapy thing. They weigh me. I do the one hour session. They weigh me again the next day. I dropped 11 pounds of impacted funk and gunk and junk that was in my colon. Right. And so that was like mind blowing to me. And I obviously felt lighter and for anybody out there, if you're a UFC fighter or a wrestler, you could have about six to 12 pounds of crap inside of you that you don't need that you could have into lean muscle. You could build into lean muscle. So just think about that. I've helped a lot of athletes in my coaching program to, to, um, to do that. So anyway, so what ends up happening though is like I'm at lunch the next day and this lady has a parasite crawling out of her eye, like wow. why we're having lunch. And I was like, holy crap. I was like, you have a pair, you have one of those parasites crawling out your eye. And she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, don't get it in your salad. She's like, oh, my God. Well, other people would see him coming out their pores. And so why was this happening? What was happening was we were changing the internal terrain of the body. Uh And so viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, these cancers, they love low oxygen, high acid environment. That's what they want. And so they put us on the highest oxygen, highest alkaline lifestyle and diet you possibly could and these therapies we were doing. And so what ended up happening, like if you were to drop a like a polar bear or a penguin at Miami Beach, they're going to be like, this is, sucks. It's hot. I can't take it. They're going to jump in the water and go south or north. Right. They're going to go back to an environment that's conducive for them. That's right. what they were built for. And so these parasites, as I started changing the internal environment and all these other people were doing that, they were exiting stage left. They were getting out of there because the environment wasn't hospitable for them anymore. Yeah. So they left. People were boosting their immune systems. So I come back home. And um, actually, before that, I looked at my buddy Charles and I said, hey, dude, I'm like, I don't know about you, but I, I, I have I have energy in my arms. I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm my, my mental clarity's back. I'm like, we've discovered the fountain of youth. Like, this is what everybody's literally looking for is this, this fountain of youth thing. It's literally reducing your stress, getting the chemicals out of your body and flooding your body with living nutrition. 
Yeah. And I said, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I said, I'm going to go home and give up all meat except for bacon. Cause this was a plant-based deal at the time. And I'm like, and I'm, you're going to heal a cancer. And we did that. We got to work. And in 60 days, Jim, I dropped the 42 pounds. All my skin issues were gone except for the one on my knee that took about eight months. Cause it was, it'd been there for years. It was pretty big and thick. Yeah. And I got, I started wearing smaller shirts and I, I got my abs back and all this stuff. But in two and a half years, my friend had completely healed himself of cancer. No chemo, wow. no radiation, no surgery. And six months before he was technically healed, before his white blood cell counts were back down to normal levels, yeah. him and I ran his idea, the, the 2012 Portland Marathon. It was a pretty epic thing because we knew at that point it was just a matter of time. We saw his white blood cell counts dropping back down every six months. And we knew in six months later, he healed himself and he got to see his son graduate high school and go to father-son weekend at Oregon State University. And then now his son's a, a realtor and sold Charles's house. So I get to hang out with my buddy. We're playing yeah. guitars now together. We both picked that up. And um, and now I've just dedicated my life to helping other working class people, you know, wake up to this, drop your ego. Yeah. Let's get you well, because if you, it seems like you're trying to help people fight for freedom. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. it's kind of hard to fight for freedom when you're freaking in pain and you're weak and you don't have energy and your yeah. mind's all clogged up. So let me I want that's what I want to do is I want to help people with the health aspect so that they can we can rise up as working class people once again for the third time. And, and and keep our freedoms intact before they're completely gone. Yeah, for me, you know, it's been this process. You know, I was uh, so I was in construction, so I was around glyphosate and uh, everything from A triple F. Which anybody knows what A triple F is? It's probably the one of the most toxic substance on earth. Um, it, it says on the disclosure on the MSDS list, it's a it's a fire extinguishing liquid that the Air Force uses in all their hangars, and they've been moving away from it because it doesn't say you might get tumors. If you touch this, it says you will get tumor, intestinal tumors if you touch this. And so the sad part of it is, is that I, I, was a, I worked around all that equipment. I worked on the different Air Force bases and different military bases across our country. Um, but I also worked with the glyphosates, with the epoxies, with the you know, non-ventilated areas we're spraying heavy chemicals into. So yeah. for me, I went through, um, it, it's been a process. Again, my ego was in the way. I didn't tell people about my affliction you know i was chewing gum all the time because my gut was so rotten i didn't have good breath it wasn't that my teeth were bad it's just i was right had horrible and so i worked through all that and back in, when i got on the probiotics it was an amazing step for me uh going from making sure when i went by sam's i'm buying the entire you know package of gum because i knew i was going through that all the time but now I've actually found myself where I drink out of, you know, I have my copper vessel here. Uh, I don't do, I don't do sodas anymore. I don't, I, I was never a drinker to begin with, but I don't drink alcohol. Uh, I really limit the amount of things. And even Lindsay, she's on the show. Uh, she's commenting quite a bit here. She thinks it's kind of funny stuff we're talking about. She's been laughing at us. Um, but she's seen me eating Oreos and stuff on different shows over the years and, uh, now I've in the last six to eight months, I mean, I'm really walking away from everything that's processed. And now when I eat, uh, I was at a show in, uh, up by, um, uh, Boise, uh, a week before last, I, you know, got some cantaloupe and I tasted the cantaloupe and I could instantly taste the chemicals. They actually have this little burny feeling and kind of a sharp, uh, yeah. sense to them. And people are like, Oh, that's normal. It's like, no, that's the chemicals. It's the pesticides in those, in those fruits. And so I've, I've been on this journey. And so for me, it's been a long process, but I think the detoxing for me was a, a big process. But again, I was, I was a better living through chemistry until about, you know, probably about three or four years ago. Uh, I got on yeah. iodine, got my iodine levels up and uh, different things like that. So I've been on a different, I've been on a path. 
Uh, but it sounds like you were in there, uh, had some different motivators than I did. Uh, obviously, if you're having to have someone watch you so you don't die, so they can they can operate on you, that's a that's a different moment, right? It's like I need enough pain medication to get on the airplane so I can get to a surgery center. That's I wasn't quite there, but I'm sure I probably should have been there uh, with my stuff. So as you're doing this, what is it that people, what's the starting process for somebody that wants to do your program? Let's say they don't think they have an issue. Um, they're like, well, I just, I just, maybe I need to lose a few pounds or whatever. What's the, what's well, that, 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 that's fine. I mean, I would say probably six, 50, at least 50%, maybe 60% of the people that come to us are the people like I've tried everything mm-hmm. and I'm just super frustrated. Right. And then those are the people who are like, well, have you tried detoxing? Have you tried, you know, because the reality is, is that if you guys go type this into your browser when you're done watching the show, mm-hmm. um, these three words, umbilical cord chemical, umbilical cord chemical, you're going to see the studies going back to 2005. They're going to show that every single child that's being born has, they look for like, say, 400 chemicals. They're finding 71% of what they look for, about yeah. 250 chemicals and 180 of those cause cancer in humans. Now, did you hear what I just said? I mean, it's like our, every child being born has at least 180 cancer-causing chemicals. They have 212 chemicals that cause developmental brain disorders. This is the world we live in today. Our kids are polluted. And the older you are, guys like me and Jim that have been around for a half century or so, I don't know how old you are. Oh, yeah, you're 82. 80, that's right. 52. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's yeah. 100. He's yeah. 100, but he looks 80. Yeah. So I'm 50. Right. Um, we've had more time to bioaccumulate these toxins from the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat, the clothing we wear, the personal care products, the sunscreens that are giving us cancer, yeah. and things that we've come into contact with, like that aqueous film fo- uh, forming foam, the AFF. At, my dad watches Grit TV, dude, and the, that commercial comes on all the time. If you've been exposed to AFF, firefighters and stuff like that, and military personnel, you could. there's lawsuits out there. You can get money for this stuff, right? Yeah. Chemicals are killing them. You can get all that crap out of your body, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so through a good lifestyle and diet and, and detoxification protocols. But um, so we have all these can- these chemicals. And there's over 100,000 chemicals, Jim, out in the market. Mm-hmm. And there's 2,000 new chemicals being made every year. And only one quarter of 1% are even tested. The rest, if, they don't, if they're not tested, I think, within 90 or 190 days, because there's such a backlog, right. they just say, okay, we didn't have time to test them. They release them to go out. Wow. But think about that process, how silly it is. So if you extrapolate that out, if there's 100,000 chemicals and 71%, they're finding what they look for in the blood. Our children and us, we have over 71,000 chemicals in our blood, in our fat and our muscle tissues. So when you look at this, if you have, um, and the scary thing is is that 500 to 1,000% higher concentrations of what they're finding in the blood is actually in the fat and the muscle tissue. Yeah. So we're completely polluted with these chemicals. Now people are like, well, what's causing cancer? Well, you're stressed out. You're full of cancer-causing chemicals, and you're eating shitty food that's grown in nutrient-deficient soils. What do you think is going to happen, right? So how do you turn it around? You learn it. What we do is we teach people. We have we have coaching programs where I have like uh, we have one-on-one coaching. We have a group coaching I, I lead every week called an Inner Circle. I do it on Wednesdays. We have products that, we're, that are doctor formulated and stuff like that that are based on ten thousand years of biological engineering system science. So we know they're going to work for most people up the middle. And we've learned to meet people where they're at, right? And then I found other technologies that I've used. Like I found a far infrared sauna that broke a natural law. That's kind of a big deal. How come more people don't know about it? Well, because the guy that was out there hustling it did it one-on-one traveling, like a traveling man. And he he had an HTML site up until about eight months ago. <laughs> yeah. Literally HTML. 
So I found these different things. Actually, I don't know if you had this guy on you, but you see this thing right here? This is a, a Brown's gas machine. Brown's gas? Uh-uh. You familiar with that? Uh-uh. I'll hook you up with George Wiseman, dude. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah. So it's just stuff like that. That, that machine makes oxygen, right. molecular hydrogen, and electrically expanded water. Oh, wow. The molecular hydrogen, it's it's 62% of your body by volume, 40% by weight. It is the major macronutrient of the human body. So if you have scar tissue on your body, just as an example, that is a prime indicator that you are hydrogen deficient. These chemicals that are in your gut have wiped out some of these bacteria, which you were trying to replace with those probiotics, right? Yeah, yeah. Certain bacteria in the colon. So as food's going through the colon, the colon's job is to finish that food off, pull any necessary nutrients out of it, take take the water out of it. Most of your water you're actually getting from your colon. And and then make that stool nice. But the certain bacteria in there's job is to break the hydrogen-carbon bond and release the hydrogen into your system. This hydrogen is responsible for your stem cell production, your immune system, and your organ systems. So if you are deficient in molecular hydrogen, when you get cut or you get scraped, like I have this baseball one where a guy came down on a cleat, it's been there for years, yeah. you end up getting a patch job. That's called scar tissue. Right. If you have enough hydrogen in your system, molecular hydrogen, you won't get scars. You'll heal right up. Wow. How do we know this? Well, George started, long story, you have to have him on, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No but after about eight months or a year of breathing the molecular hydrogen and drinking it infused in his water, right. his scar tissue disappeared on his body. He healed up almost everything he had. Like he had neuropathy. He had arthritis, all kinds of problems. His sight got better. Actually grew a few hairs. He's still kind of bald. Right. But he said, I got a little more uh, gray pepper back and I grew a couple hairs. And... um and he didn't change his diet or nothing. He just right. added back in molecular hydrogen. So what I've been doing for 12 years is curating things like this that I find for myself, right. trying to put this puzzle together. And I've made it a full-time career. Like, you know, you started dabbling because you have your other stuff going on, but you're serious about your health. You're drinking out of copper. You're you're yeah. taking things. You're trying it out. If it works, you keep it. If it doesn't, you pitch it. You go to the next. You're right. exploring. I've been on I've, – I've literally made it into a business. Right. And for the last nine years, every day I'm looking for stuff. And then when I find something that works, I'm like, oh, my God. And then I share it with people, you know, like culturing uh, certain types of foods or making a certain type of lactobacillus reuteri yogurt to replace a bacterium that's been missing in the gastrointestinal tract since the 1960s that will yeah. boost your oxytocin, that will help you sleep better and, and give you make you a lot stronger. Right. So all this nerdy stuff I've been doing, I've been doing it because I've been trying to improve my health. Um, because I know that I, I had a lot against me from the very beginning. I was, I was given up at birth, so I never breastfed. I had my appendix taken out. You know, there's a lot of things that have happened to me. And then I was, you know, exposed to a lot of lead and stuff growing up. So, you know, I'm trying to do everything I can to boost my immune system so that I can have the highest quality, um, quality of life and life experience that I possibly can. Yeah. And then I, I, I want to share that with other people so they can do the same thing. No, I get it. Well, and that's uh, that's that's the journey I've been on. I talk about health so much. It's actually kind of a. I say I play a doctor on TV. I'm not one in real life, so what I have to say is my opinion. Uh, but you know, it's I, we have to start somewhere, and that's the sad part of it is that we've been so misled. I mean, and what's the natural thing? Oh, I need to go to the doctor. Well, I I, I worry about being on the road. I'm getting ready to jump on the road to go to Nashville because I I want to do some exploring of the different Tartarian buildings that are actually in downtown Nashville where there was a World's Fair. And I was there a couple of weeks ago and I saw the Athena ch- uh, statue, a 42-foot statue there. 
Anyway, that's a whole other topic for another story. But, um, you know, this is, as I'm going through my process, as I'm going through all these different things, you know, uh, for me, it, it was, you know, I, I started doing the medical stuff. I started talking about the freedoms and liberties. I've been talking about all these things because I what I'm experiencing, I think everybody else is experiencing. I think that the idea that you've got this uh, brown gas machine, is that what you called it? Is that what it was? Yeah, brown's gas. Yeah, mm-hmm. brown's gas. Uh, it just, it's like the, uh, I have a, a med bed here that does, um, it has the four Tesla coils and infrared. It, it works with the harmonic, uh, balance of each of your organs and different functions of your organs. So I've been using it and I passed, uh, I passed what they call jack stones, kidney stones. Uh, I don't get the smooth ones. I get the, and I'm, I've worked that out now, but I've passed two of them, uh, last year with no pain using my med bed. My body was able to pass them with the my body being uh, modulated in the frequency to allow them to pass. That makes sense. That uh, that's yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's where we're heading. We're heading to frequency and sound medicine. That's the yeah. future. Yeah, because absolutely. when you boil it down to it, we're all we are is atoms spinning. Yeah. Well, we're, 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 we're wavelengths. We're energy. We're a D cell battery. Whatever you want to call it. We're there are different things that whatever gets these people through the door, right? So for me, it's like, hey, here's what I went through. Here's how I found a relief. If this works for you, go for it, and uh, and then get that journey going, and get on that, get started going down that path. Because so many times people get overwhelmed, right? They're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I yeah. I take a lot of vitamin D. Well, that's expensive. P if you don't have your minerals right, uh, you won't absorb zinc if you don't have copper. You, I mean, there's these things that with the yin and yang of things, right? They have to have one to be able to do the other, and uh, so it's been a real path for me. And I think it's great that you've been able to do this. So what? So you have your product. Can you describe your product to me and what it takes to get started on all that? Yeah. So we have actually multiple products. We started off with this green juice. We call it Green Eighty Five, and we called it that because eighty-five percent of the nutrients have been farmed out of our soil. So this, mm-hmm. the job of this is to replace it. And I, I was like completely against the supplements. I'm like in the beginning, I'm like I'm going to heal naturally. I'm going to do fresh food. I used to garden and all that stuff, and I just started growing sprouts like crazy and juicing them and cucumber and celery and all that. And then um, after about, you know, 5,500 people in my home in these classes um, and, you know, going over to their house randomly and I'm like, where's your juicer at? You know, because they bought a juicer to juice like I was. They had put it away. Number one answer is because they didn't want to clean the darn juicer. <laughs> that was the number one answer yeah. because it takes them, you know, 45 minutes to make it clean up for two people. But if you keep doing it, I could do it in 17 minutes. Yeah. I think I made it um, under 17 minutes. I was always trying to beat my record, made it fun. Right. 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 And I was doing it twice a day. But most people won't do it. So I learned to meet people where they're at. And, and we we made that product as close to a fresh, fresh juice as possible so that people can just mix it in water and drink it and get to work or whatever. Right, right. So we started with that. And then I realized that after people started taking the greens, about 10% of them were getting backed up taking it. And so what I realized was is it was cleaning them from the top down and they all that sludge in them and they were they backed up like a log jam. Yeah, yeah. So we started doing a like a like a – you, what do you call it? Like a, a magnesium product that would liquefy, right. turn to oxygen and just clean them out completely, like liquefy them. Yeah, yeah. But it was also taking out their good bacterium. Right. So then my formulator brought in this other formula called gut detox. Right. So it's an ancient Ayurvedic formula that goes in and will clean. And this is, this might be the middle ground for you, Jim. You can take it twice a day for 15 days. Right. And it'll remove that six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material without, you won't even, there's no diarrhea. There's no running to the bathroom or nothing. You won't even probably know you're, you're, it's happening right and then after that i just take three a day for maintenance to keep my digestive tract clean and then we have a a formula two formulas from the military we combine to one 
because these uh, people, military veterans, were coming back with depleted uranium poisoning yeah. from the tank rounds. Right. And our my doctor Treadway, he's a former Marine, and he was talking to one of his buddies who was like a thirty year VA medical doctor, and he told him about all this. And he's like, I can't diagnose this or treat it, or I'll lose my license. Yeah. I think it was maybe because they didn't want to take ownership that it was caused by our own military. Yeah, there you go. People. Yeah. And so um, Scott wants to help. So he created these two formulas to help them. And then we combined it in what we call it toxin detox. It's for radiation, uh, heavy metals, and um, chemicals. Right. And so I take my gut detox and my toxin detox every day with the greens. That's We have it in bundles. Mm-hmm. That's if people want to get started, I usually tell them, go to our shop tab and go to our bundle specials because they're discounted. And that way you're getting a discount. Right. Um, and then, you know, and then just pick a bundle that works for you. We have a little jumpstart bundle. I take the total energy detox bundle and I take all of our tinctures. Yeah. Um, it's like a dis every, every product that I have, dude, it's like an educational dissertation. Right. Like literally because we have to do so much education. So they understand all the crap that you were taught. Right. What's wrong or right. You know, and then what, what the piece that actually makes sense, like our turmeric product does not need black pepper. Ours does not need it because of the delivery system. Right. And so it's very special because, Oh, yours doesn't have black pepper. Well, I don't take it. Well, yeah, but ours is 185 times more anti-inflammatory because of the delivery method. How about that? Right. But you have to try it and get first-person experience. That's why we offer a double your money-back guarantee on all of our products because I know they're going to work for 98 percent right. of you. We hardly have any returns at all. Yeah, and I and I and I have. And if you do, we'll return it. But we want you to get on the phone with us. Don't just return it and say, "Hey, it didn't work for me." But what do you got? And if either we have something else, or I'll find there are other companies out there that actually have a few good products. I know how to read labels and it will help you or my coaching team will help you. We're really here to serve people. Right. We really want you to wake up and feel good, have a pleasant life and to be able to have the energy and the brain power to think for yourself so you can fight and keep and, and be and be free. Yeah. And that's what we're that's what we're all trying to do here. I think. Well, absolutely. I think it's uh, the big part of the establishment play. I say, well, guys, the longer you live the more it screws up their plans because they, you getting off the earth is a, is part of the deal. It's easier to kill you than deal with you. And if anything they're showing, uh, that's what they believe. And if you think about that, everybody's like, well, the, you know, the government's here for my safety. I'm like, if they were here for your safety, that water coming out of your spigot would be so amazingly clean that we would not be able to ask them if there was fluoride or pipe cleaner in there. And that's another thing people don't realize. A lot of municipalities will tell you that they don't use fluoride or fluoridine or any type of fluoride fluoride uh, chemical going into there, which is from the aluminum and phosphate industries, uh, they'll say, oh, we don't use that. See, look, we don't use that at all. They're using what they call pipe cleaner. Uh, pipe cleaner, the decalcifier and pipe cleaner, is actually just a molecule off of fluoride, fluoridine or fluoride uh, or fluoride, whichever one you want to say that's not the good one. They're all not good. We have fluoride naturally in our body, but the one that they produce in those factories is absolutely toxic to our body and our pineal gland and other things as well. Um, so we know that they're not out there for our safety because that tap water would be, I wouldn't have to have an RO system and all the other stuff in my house to be able to keep the water clean if they were actually doing their job. So they're not here to help you whatsoever. Yeah. And, and you, you brought up the pineal gland, which is like, that's the master gland, what I've been taught. And that's your direct connection to God. So if you believe in God and you're listening to this and you find out about the pineal gland and you learn about it and you realize that things like, um, fluoride, are, 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 are destroying your pineal gland. So you're basically losing your connection to God. You should be pretty upset about that. Yeah. And they're doing that to your children too. Not to mention that it's just common sense, like a byproduct of the aluminum industry in my water. Mm-hmm. 
it's the same same thing they did over in in the concentration camps in Nazi Germany and stuff yeah. like that. They were they're dumbing people down so they become more weak and docile, and they do certain things to them like that. So yeah. it's like just you don't just don't do it. Like learn about this stuff. You have to get educated, or you're you're you have you have to educate yourself to unslave yourself at this point. Yeah, people don't realize that you're we're basically slaves. And if you look at it, a lot of people don't get some of the health stuff at the deep level that, that I've studied it even though I try to make it simple right. is like, look at your wages. Yeah. And if you look at the wages from, I'll just give you an example. So we have 1776, right? Yeah. We fight for our freedom. We, we have to fight with guns and do all that stuff. Okay. Boom. America's born. We have the constitution. Awesome. But the British never left. These blue blitz stayed here and they stayed in and they worked their way into politics and big business. And by the late 1800s, mid 1800s, there was a new version of slavery, right. brand new. It's called the Industrial Revolution. And these women, most of them in these factories, are toiling 12 to 16-hour days, slave wages, dangerous working conditions. They could die. They could get hurt. And there's little, their kids or children are working in there. Mm-hmm. And so what else did they have? They had urine and feces in the streets, yeah. dead horses and cows and goats in the water supply. And finally, the women were just like, that's enough of this. The women, these robust working-class movements started by women, pissed-off women, like started – the second 1776 and all of this was removed from our history books, guys. I wasn't taught this growing up in school right. or I wasn't paying attention, but I know I wasn't taught it. Right. So it's kind of a goof off. Right. But the, the thing was, is that they started fighting and there was things like the triangle shirtwaist factory fire. Right. These women would go into work. They would lock the door because they didn't want them to steal stuff because they didn't pay them anything. They were basically slaves. And that, that building caught on fire, just like 9-11, 16 year old girls were jumping out of the window to their death because they didn't want to get burned to death. Like that's what happened. So these started pushing back. And then we had the Haymarket Square where four American workers were hung for an eight hour workday. And that sent shockwaves around the world. It's called May Day in, in Workers Day. It's still celebrated every other country around the world except here in America. We've it's been the name of it's been changed a couple of times, deleted from our memory banks and from our history books. Yeah. So America is like the the linchpin holding everything together. That's why everybody's that, that they're trying to destroy us right now. And especially the working class, because we're the last ones with the remnants of the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. And as soon as we're done, then it's it's the full tilt assault. Yeah. So when you look at this, these women labor's movements, what ended up happening was they started fighting back and they said, we want an eight hour workday. We want good wages. And if you don't do it, we're, we're not working anymore. We're out of here. So right. robust working class unions came out from working class people in the trenches. And then they had to bend. And guess what? The wages started skyrocketing. These women got uh, sanitation workers and plumbers mm-hmm. and cleaned up the urine and the feces and the dead horses and cows out of the water supply. They're not putting fluoride in as an example. Like you said, good people would not be putting fluoride in the freaking water. Oh, yeah. Stupid. Right. Yeah. Working class people built America and working class people. The second 1776 based on these women and the men joined in, started the second revolution. What ended up happening is that by 1948, all the infectious diseases, 98 percent of them were gone. Yeah. Like at, at the turn of the century, measles was killing 14 out of 100,000 people. Right. That's a lot. By the 1948, 98% eradicated. Right. The measles vaccine hit the scene in 1963. So it wasn't the doctor or the pharmacist. It was the working class people demanding sanitary that, that got the sanitation workers and the plumbers in there that cleaned up that mess. Yeah. Change the environment. You change how the genes express themselves. Right. Yeah. Just like when I was at the Institute, we changed the environment internally. The, the buggers, the virus, the bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, they leave, they exit. Yeah. And then 
So when you look at GDP growth, Jim, yes, from 1900 till 1970, all of a sudden, all everybody's wages started growing, every sector with GDP. And that's when one person could go have a living, make a nice living, have a house. One person could stay home, raise a family, community, we're all connected. And then at 1970, the, the I'm just, you know, I've been, I don't know what show I'm on here, but I, Republicans <laughs> and Democrats yeah, started working together. Yeah. Okay. They've been working together for a long time, guys. This yeah, is yeah. like, you have to, it's like Wizard of Oz. We got to pull the curtain back and see there's just a bunch of idiots back there going, pulling our strings. Oh, yeah. The Republicans started branding the working class movements as communism. Right. Go look it up. You can find remnants of this. And then the Democrats came in working simultaneously in a coordinated effort and said, we're going to help you. We're for the working class people. Top down, they took over the unions. Right. And they stopped the striking yep. so from 1900 to 1970, over 150 million people striked in the streets, 150 million since 1970, since our government that we hired um, has taken over the unions, then there's only been like um, maybe a million and a half, two million people have striked. Wow. And so what you see is wages going flat in the 1970s as and that that money that would have kept going up with GDP, 47 trillion dollars went upriver to the elites and to the, to the, um, I just call them scumbag, the slave drivers, oh, not yeah. elites, the, yeah, the slave yeah. drivers and government and big business. Yeah. So what does that mean for you today? This is my whole story. If you're making $50,000 a year today as an income annually, if, if we would have stayed on those current trends and we would have continued to fight and stop getting lazy and watching football and all this other stuff, which don't get me wrong. I played baseball at high level. I watched, Love watching sports, but if we got to stop getting lazy. It's like being entertained like the Romans. Yep. And as we get all of our freedom stripped away from us, for what? If we would have continued to fight, then instead of making fifty thousand dollars today, you'd be making a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in income. Yep. That's what you should be making. And then four dollar or five dollar gallon gasoline wouldn't be a big deal. Right. But it is, and it's it, we're getting crushed at all levels. So we what we're where we're at here is that we're. We, we need a bottoms up working class movement. Right. There will be nobody, mark my words on this show, there will be nobody that's going to save you or save us. There's not going to be any president or anybody like that or one person in Congress that's going to do it. The machine is broken. The government needs a systems overhaul. The medical system needs a system overhaul. And as all of us farmers, we need a systems overhaul on how we're, we need to get back into regenerative agriculture. Yeah. And that's where we're at today. So people just got to stop wasting their time going looking left and right on these politicians. And we got to go neighbor to neighbor, door to door and build a, a working class movement again, just like these women did in the late 1800s. No, absolutely. Uh, we were talking about the farmers. I've actually, this year, I'm two and a half years out from the last time I put any um, type of weed or feed on my soil. And when I walk around barefoot across my acre I have here, and it's uh, at the edge of the city of Wichita, um, I can feel the sponge coming back. I can feel when I walk through my yard, I feel the sponge. I, it's really amazing to feel that when I didn't, I haven't had that, I don't remember when I ever had that, even as a kid yeah. and, and growing up. But what I've also found is this year I have huge molds, uh, uh, huge um, uh, mushroom plumes all across the backyard, underneath my evergreens and uh, around my maples and stuff like that. I've got these different, all these different types. There's a uh, one that's called a uh, the devil's penis. We're going to call it devil's dick. It, it ha it's a real thing. It's got this red stick that comes out and it's got this gook on the top of it and the flies and everything love to get on it and eat on it and do whatever because it stinks really bad. But then I've got all the white cap ones. I've got all these different, I had to take photos. I'm like, I got that uh, picture of this. I'm not making any money on that app, but picture of this, you pay for it. Um, but it will tell you what plants are. 
And I had to go around. I'm like, I've never seen a mushroom like this. What is this? Like, what is this? So my bi- microbiome of my soil is coming back. But I just uh, a couple days ago uh, put in a whole bunch of mushroom plugs in some uh, logs I had to bring back natural just fungus, natural uh, mushrooms to actually start growing across the back of my yard because it's absolutely necessary for the bio biosphere that I'm trying to create. I've got sunflowers I put in this year that I've got sunflower heads that are almost 18 inches across, and I didn't I didn't fertilize these things. They just did their own thing, but sunflowers put nutrients back in the soil as well as hemp. Uh, hemp and cannabis as actually a nutrient provider to the soil. It doesn't take away like corn and silo... Uh, um, um, sorry, uh, soybean, milo, and other things like that. It's actually very beneficial. Uh, hemp and sunflowers are very beneficial to the soil. We don't talk about those things, but I plan planted circumferences of of sunflowers across every fence, every uh, the 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 garden, the chicken yard, um, all around uh, the front ha- the front of the house. I just had wild sunflowers everywhere. And, uh, and now I'm harvesting those seeds. I'm going to take those. I've got a copper kettle that I'm going to take those sunflower seeds. I'm going to put them in with some uh, Celtic salt and do a nice good salt brine, soak those in, roast those sunflower seeds out, and I'll enjoy those this winter. And all I had to do was drop a seed in the ground, and I had hundreds and hundreds of sunflowers producing thousands of seeds, and I did nothing for them except for they're going to put nutrients back in my soil. So when people talk about, you know, what can I do, start planting sunflower seeds. Just put sunflower seeds. Go get a little packet from Atwoods or Ace Hardware, wherever you get your seeds from. Just make sure they're not GMO. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm actually, what I'm doing is I'm taking, I'm in uh, the third generation of seeds that grow in my yard. I'm harvesting and I'm using last year's seeds next year. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that rotation up. So those are my sunflowers that keep producing wildly and uh, I'm going to let them keep going as much as they want to go. So we need to get back to the natural uh, grasses, the natural flowers that grow in the regions we live in and quit trying to force too much of that nice green grass and, and uh, sculpt it. I, 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 Hey, I had a golf course lawn, man. I was big on that. And uh, I started walking away when I started seeing what it does to our bodies. And I thought, well, if my chickens are roaming free, I don't want them, you know, eating these chemicals and things like that. They're yeah. passing them through the eggs. So that's a whole controlled environment as well. And I think the glyphosate that they've been putting or the Agent Orange they've been putting on our vegetables and our crops and even our, our like, milos and corn and stuff like that, I think they're so nutrient deficient. That's why people were seeing lack of, of egg production the last couple of years is because the stuff that they're getting, the fancy chicken scratch, is just void of substance. Yeah. Yeah, what you put in is what you get out of it. I mean, yeah, it's what it is. Yeah, I've actually seen a big benefit. And I, I mean, I like I said, I, I like walking around my yard now, and I can feel the the sponge coming back. And even if the water, uh, there's some areas, you know, because we haven't had rain here in Kansas. Uh, we're in a huge drought. We're probably in our hundred year drought right now. And so I have some areas that seem dry, but even though it's dry and it has some cracks, I can see in it. Um, as I walk on it, I still feel the the sponge. So there's a lot of good stuff out there still with that. Yeah, I'm very excited about, we're, like I said, we're building a sustainable food forest here, about two acres of our property we're going to put into that. And yeah. Once it's planted, it's pretty much done. We just let it do its thing. I won't have to mow it to do much. Just go out and harvest food. And I'm very excited about that. And that's a, If you take your yard and turn it into a sustainable food forest, yeah. 20, 30% of the population does that. We won't, I mean, we become our own grocery stores. 
Well, if you think about that, we that creates that, that parallel economy, right? So we don't have to depend on them for our nutrients or anything that we need in our daily life. That's a big part of it is just getting away from their system. If we starve them of money, if we star, starve the, the different organizations, including the government, of our money, what do they have to spend, right? So we should vote with your money. Yeah. Actually, I say that all the time, man. It's like you can't, you know, whatever people believe on the election systems. I mean, I know there's something called the weighted race feature in the election systems because we were deep involved in this mm-hmm. um, during during the election. But the um, you still can vote for, with your dollars. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that money that you have coming in every month. It's like when you go to the grocery store, if you buy a cantaloupe that's sprayed in chemicals, they are going to make more next year because yep. they know you're going to be back. But yep. if you stop buying it, you buy the cantaloupe that's grown organically from a farmer that actually cared, did it right. Yeah. Then, you know, it might, yeah, it might be a little bit more, but it's, it's, it's cost versus, you know, price basically. It's like, what's it, what's it really costing you? You know, it's like how much are chemotherapy treatments? Oh yeah. You know, especially if you can't work and you're sick or you have gastrointestinal issues like Jim and I had, Yeah. you know, and it's miserable. You're in pain, your arthritis and stuff like that. It's like, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. It's like, oh, like I remember when I first learned about this stuff, I walked into a grocery store and there's these two young women there and they were looking at these tomatoes and stuff. She goes, well, she goes, I don't know what the difference between this one and this one is, but all I can tell is that one's a lot more, that organic one. So I'm getting this one. So she bought the cheap one. Yeah. She didn't buy the organic one. And, and she just didn't realize that what she did was is that she just she's just putting more chemicals into her body. Yeah. There's no nutrients in the soil. It's grown in shitty soil. Yeah. And um uh, you know, and most likely because um, it was grown in human feces and people don't realize that because all these waste treatment plants um, used to have to pay to get rid of what was left over. And they changed it into they named it biosolids. Right. And they started selling the uh, the leftovers of, of waste treatment plants to yeah. unsuspecting broke farmers as a fertilizer alternative. Now, I'm OK with, you know, you know, my stuff growing in poop because, you know, great, you know, coconut trees or whatever, everything grows out of manure and it's no big deal but it's the it's the chemicals and the toxins and think about all the people in a city they're taking chemotherapy drugs and premarin and they're taking you know um uh, you know statin drugs and cholesterol all these different things yeah and then the chemicals they're pouring down the drain all this stuff that all ends up in there and it's then they're spraying it on to your food yeah well they call it uh they call it humus if you guys actually don't realize that sometimes you go in and you find these bags of fertilizer called humus that's actually sterilized human poop, so be careful what you buy on the shelf, uh, as well as you can buy um, you can buy different things that are like dried blood and things like that. Uh, hey, I'm gonna I, I'm running out of time here, so Tim, sure. tell us how we can find you one more time before we get you out of here. Yeah, last uh, just our website's probably the best chemicalfreebody.com. Yes. Just chemicalfreebody.com, and like I said, we have. Um, you know, we've got some group coaching inner circle there. We've got one-on-one coaching, and then we have doctor-formulated detox and nutrition products um, with the big guarantee on them. Yeah, that's awesome. So thank you for that. And hey, if you have anything else coming up, let me know, and we'll get you back on. All right. Sounds good, brother. Thanks. Hey, Thanks, let everybody. Let me know about that uh, the Browns uh, gas machine too. So that'd be good to have that. So thank you. Yeah, we'll do. All right. All right talk to you soon, man. Bye bye. All right. Well, what a great interview with Tim there. Again, this is what we talk about here on the show is is that there are ways that we can create a parallel economy and get away from these people. We have to be mindful that we can't continue to go down the same path, the same poison well, and expect a different response from our body or our life. And guys, guys, it's not that hard. We don't have to be this stubborn about it and be mindful. Now, I've been on this journey of, of healing, and it's taken me some time. 
And again, I was very stubborn about a lot of those things, but now I'm changing my ways and getting out of the ego and making sure that I understand that, hey, I can be wrong quite often, and I need to make sure that I'm a better person going forward in the future. All right, guys, any questions or comments for me? Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com is the email. Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com is the email. Or just go to thejimpriceshow.com, sign up there uh, there for uh, the show and get uh, email subscriptions. We're getting ready to start our email campaigns here. Uh, we've finally got the ability to do that. I had somebody volunteer to step in and start doing email blasts and things like that. So you guys will... Start seeing those very soon. So thank you guys so much for everything you guys are doing out there. You guys are the ones that make this show happen. So remember, donate to the Jim Price Show as often as possible. Uh, I got to keep the lights on. got to keep the internet going. And Carrie Heisman, thank you for your gift. And also, John uh, Kennedy, thank you so much for your gift as well this week. Thank you so much. You have been our number one supporter here at the Jim Price Show. John Kennedy has been doing a great job. And those of you out there who donate, uh, thank you so much. It's been awesome. I can't name all of you guys. But also the letters and things you guys send to the P.O. Box, thank you for those, and I will be responding to those. I just have not had time recently, and that's not an excuse, uh, but it uh, sounds like an excuse, and it's not a good reason. But I will be getting back to those letter writings very soon. Guys, thank you so much for your what you're doing out there. Remember, the 10% you do for your neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government, the more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line, hold fast. Do not give up and do not give in. We will win, I promise. I don't make promises I can't keep. Guys, remember, the Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. You've always been the answer. The power comes from your big G God, not from that small G government. I'm Jim Price with Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye.